Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ike Live. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight. It's been a wonderful, amazing, fantastic show. As usual, this show on the heels of the Ike Foundation event is always unbelievable. We've had some great guests through tonight, including surrounding me right now. Kevin Church. Look at this. Dude, is this unreal? Brian Carpenter. Look at this room right here. I'm looking at the couch shot right now. <laughs> what about, what about it? What about that couch about shot? <laughs> I like that couch shot. Yeah, yeah, it's like Robin Big. <laughs> Dude, he's got some giant legs. Look at that. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. Bend over and pick up that soap. Ron, you're a big dude. Uh, I am surrounded by amazing guys right now. Kevin Short to my right. Chris Saldane. Ron Champion. Oh, my God. Brian what? Stockle. Brian Stockle, yeah. Uh, it's been an amazing show. Uh, Carl and Kayla with us tonight. Man, what a, what a show. It's been awesome. Uh, one last time, if you have a question or comment about tonight's show, hit us up on the IM. Also, hit us up on our social feed. Um, we're going to talk to Chris. Before we do that, Brian DeCarpenter, yeah. we have something special that we do here on Ike Live. What a great time to do it right now. Yes. We are going to open up a mystery tackle box. And I'm very excited about this. This isn't an ordinary mystery tackle box, Kevin Short. This is the mystery tackle box elite box. I'm always amazed. And, and, and I mean this. Sincerely, I am yeah. always amazed at what's in these boxes. Right. I mean, I, I see you guys open these up, and I'm like, holy crap. It's crazy. Really? It's crazy. The great thing about this Elite box is this one's a little more catered toward the hardcore guy. Right. You know, the hardcore angler, the bass head. Nice. And here, here's what I love. Listen, this thing's going to come to your doorstep once a month. You don't have to do anything. It's a subscription service. It's like Christmas. It's a over sixty dollar value, yes. close to seventy dollar value. I have no doubt about that. For thirty nine ninety nine, and Pete Klusik and I discuss this all the time. Here's the thing I love about Mystery Tackle Box, and and Ron chime in on this a little bit, Chris too. It forces you to like it's like a it's like a default mechanism to expose you to new baits. Yes. Seriously, it yes. is. It is. I mean, I get stuck on certain things, yes. dude. You know, you get stuck on mm-hmm. the things that you do. Right. And this box helps you, you know, try kind of things. Yeah, you're forced. Yes, you're broaden, forced to use yes. it. Broadens the horizon. It's it awesome. Does. So here's yeah. what we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to give one. Let's see. Kevin, I'm going to give you one. Okay. And wow. Chris, I'm yeah. going to hand one Absolutely. your way. And it's got a little seal on there. Just break that seal with your fingernail. Did you just hand out multiple boxes? I handed out two boxes. You do not want me to do that? <laughs> For everybody that's watched the show from the beginning. I'll show you with the box. Who's in the box? Because I envy your normal life. What's in the box? All right, we're opening up both boxes. All right, open these things up. Open up both boxes. And, uh, Chris, I want you to pick. (laughs) Dude, these mystery tackle boxes are so tough. Wow. They broke the the pen pen. on the seal. Um, Chris, I want you to pick. Go dig through there. Pick one bait. That's interesting to you. Ron, pick one. Kevin, same thing. Pick one bait that you think wow. is interesting. Everybody all at the same they time. They all are. Now, we're going to no, do it one at a time. Okay. Brian Carpenter. we're going to do it one at a time. Uh, let's start with, uh, let's see, let's start with uh, Chris. Chris L. Dane. let's wow. start. Uh, right off the bat, man, I mean, this 
There's a lot of good stuff in here, no doubt. Soft plastics. I see a hair jig in here. Hard baits, hooks. This one stands out to me only because it's it's been a, a staple on tour. I know what that is. Dude, I whopper, see it. whopper plopper. Whopper plopper. Yeah. I mean, you there cannot you beat that. Absolutely. Is that Especially a 110? Wow. What is that? 110. Whopper plopper 110. Perfect, Perfect size. size. Perfect. Yeah, awesome size. Wow. Very cool. Who does okay. it go to? Well, somebody's going to win this. Uh, we, we actually had a winner earlier tonight from one of our contests. Sweet. It was like three and a half hours ago, and I totally forget. Okay, well, that's all right. Somebody will get it somewhere along the line. Uh, Ron, that's champion, cool. what else we got in this box that is, is interesting to you? You can catch fish anywhere in the world. Senko! Right wow. My favorite. There it hey, goes. Mike, Dylan Brady won the box. Who is it? Dylan Brady won the box. Dylan Brady, you're nice. going to get this amazing box. Dude. Load it with stuff. Killer. There you go right there. And that's a staple. Dude, That the interesting thing, Rod Champion, you can go anywhere in the world. Anywhere. And catch a bait, uh, catch fish with that bait. I'm actually right really just. impressed what's in here. I mean, you could actually catch fish on every single one of these loaded. in here. Absolutely. Loaded for bear. Yeah. Loaded for bear. Kevin Short, you want to pick something in there that's interesting to you? I, you know, it, it all is. Both of those, I mean, both of those baits that those guys have picked of like, I mean. Game changers. Ga yeah. You know. Whopper Plopper's yeah. a game changer. It yeah. is a game changer. Cinco. Dude, when the Cinco first came out, Do you remember that game changer. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're old guys, so we, we remember. All, the we all looked at that, that and then went, "That's stupid." Yeah, it's a pen. But it's a ballpoint pen. But it catches fish Literally. everywhere. I mean, mm. how many fish have you caught on either a Cinco or a knockoff right. of the Cinco? Soft stick. How bait. many? Key. Thousands. 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 Thousands, including today, Fisher with Carl. There you go. Yeah. This is one of the oldest wow. and most versatile baits. Look at this in existence. Find a carpenter. Man. Look at this thing right what, here. What is it? What are we talking about? It's a bucktail jig. Bucktail jig. Did you know how many millions of fish have been caught across the country and around the world yeah. on a bucktail jig? Oh yeah, multi species too. Yeah. Everything. Everything yeah. will bite yeah. a bucktail jig. Bluefish, is it, flounder. Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it interesting though? There's a resurgence of like the yes. old baits are come back. They everything, come back around. Everything old is new again. Wow. Mm -hmm. How about that? Yep. I like that. Crazy. Half that, ounce? That one's shad color? That one is, uh, how heavy is that one? I have no clue. Doesn't say. Guessing half ounce. I'm going to say it's half, maybe five eighths. Yeah. 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 All right, let me see that box. Where, yeah, would, you throw, where would you throw a bucktail, Jake? Because that's a saltwater deal around here. Oh, Ron Kentucky Champion, Lake. Kentucky Lake. <laughs> Kentucky <laughs> Lake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you All the legends. Chickamauga. No. Always had no one time. Chickamauga. Everywhere. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, anywhere there's shad, man. Newton yeah. Creek. Literally. Newton Creek. <laughs> Cooper, Cooper River. Yeah, I need Cooper to put River. that in my boat. Yeah. There you go. On Dave Projects 5 <laughs> Have that one. Oldman's that Creek. Floating. That's cool. Mm. Well, okay. I mean, I'm doing the math. Dude, there's 20 bucks right there. 17.99. Big time. Mm -hmm. Just right there. One, one bait. bait. One bait for a box for 39.99. One bait. One bait. It's unbelievable. How can you go wrong? Um, I mean, you can't. Yeah, it, it, it's really cool. And let me remind everybody watching tonight: if you want to sign up for this, and this is this is a pretty good deal. Um, use the promo code. Brian, what's the promo code? Again? Uh, hold on, hold on, I got it. Where's my glasses? Uh, I've got it. Use the promo code Ike Live, and when you sign up, you're going to get a discount off your first subscription. <laughs> I'm sorry, I must have edited out that last one. You edited it out that last one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a significant discount. It's like thirteen bucks off the first box. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. Thirteen dollars <laughs> off thirty nine nine nine. That's really good. 
Uh, also had a note here real quick for all you Mystery Tackle Box fans and subscribers. Uh, MTB also has a new e-commerce site called Carl's Bait and Tackle. Please check it out. They're going to have some good stuff over there. Um, Is that like Carl? Like, yeah, yeah, the Carl. Carl. Yeah, the, the KVD Carl. Uh, go over there and check it out. Um, go to gocarls.com. Use the promo code IkeLive. You'll get a little discount over there, too. So check that out. Mm. MTB. It's a cool product. MTB. Yeah, it is a really cool Good product. Uh, you got anything, Brian Carpenter? You're looking at me funny. He's got crickets. Crickets. Just psh, crickets. <laughs> we got nothing about All right, him. cool. I don't know why I was looking at me like that. I don't know. Um, Chris... How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Good to see you. Yeah, glad to be here. Dude, ha- you've been, we've had you in studio a Up lot. Up and down, couple yeah. times, yeah. Yeah, you, you, third time on the show. Third time on the show. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome having you yeah. in studio. Third time, Trait and I, uh, third time here for the Ike, Ike Foundation yes. Celebrity Pro-Am. Yes, thank uh, you for supporting it. Dude, awesome. I, I mean, what a visit for the world. Yeah. I mean, awesome, awesome event. Glad to see all the other elite pros and FLW pros here. Yeah, I appreciate that. I want to talk to you about a couple things. First thing I want to talk to you about is, dude, what a season you're having, dude. Talk to me a little bit about this because we've got a lot of people that watch this show. Mm -hmm. They're not elite guys, but they're club guys. They're local, federation, BFL, you know, all that stuff. But they're competitive. We're all – they're competitive just as we are. And – I want to talk to you about the dynamic of having an off year mm-hmm. and coming back and kicking ass and having a great year. Tell me a little bit about that. What what's happened? Tell me about the what what the cycle is. Yeah, I mean whether you're a lead series pro, FLW guy, opens pro, or weekend angler, I mean you're gonna have those bad years. Yeah, um, and it's not just professional fishing. It's baseball. It's hockey. It's, it's everything. Your job, whatever it might yeah. be. Dude, mental toughness, I mean, you hear it time and time again. Um, having that, rebounding, um, I, it's really hard to explain unless yeah. you're you know, in it. Yeah. And you say it all the time. You know, when you're in a slump, you just have to fish through it. you got to fish year, through it. Last year, I finished like 82nd in points or whatever it is. And, I mean, mind you, this is my seventh season on the Elite Tour, coming off the worst season yet. And, and I've had a sixth, uh, sixth, seventh, and eighth in AOI finishes. So, you know, these 90th and 100th place finishes last year, I mean, yeah. that was just, like, uncharacteristic for me. I wasn't comfortable. I just I had no momentum, momentum yeah. and everything. I had zero of that last year. And, you know, it's a long off season. And you talked about it earlier in the show. It's like you have a bad day or you have a bad season. You just want to sell all your crap. Oh, your dude. Dude, just get Those rid of it. Thoughts. Just get rid of it. Those right? thoughts enter your mind so dude, easy. After the last tournament, I didn't make the AOI, you know, top 50 event. My boat was sold before those guys even finished their season last yeah. year. I wanted to sell my boat, but yeah. it was gone, done, you know, three months of the off season, and uh, we started fresh. Yeah. Um, and then fast forward to this year, dude, you know, I, I made a lot of adjustments, and, um, and one of the biggest ones for me was, you know, I'm seven years into it. The first few years of my elite, ser- uh, elite series, you know, campaign, I, dude, sun up to sundown, you know, young and just after it, after it. Yeah. I mean, I'm 33 years old now. Dude, I get off the water like two, three hours before I used to. I mean, I as long as I'm comfortable in my head, I know what's going on that week, that day. Yeah. You know, and what's going to happen the next couple of days. I look at the weather, you know. As long as I'm comfortable in my head, you know, what's going to go down during the tournament, man, I'll pull off the water and just stay relaxed, stay yeah. comfortable. 
You don't. You don't. I was you beating don't feel, myself up, man. Beat myself yeah, up. Yeah, you don't feel year. forced right. to fish dark right. to dark. Right. If you don't have to. Absolutely. Right. Um, a lot of people don't know. Dude, Fletcher Shryock this year. Did you hear about that? Mm-mm. Oh, dude. Sabine. Uh, I think it was the Sabine River where he was practicing dark to dark, and he practiced so hard for three days in a row, like he didn't even know his check-in time, the first day of the tournament. I think he had a three o'clock check-in time, but. His head was so worn out. He was, he was mentally so beat. mentally exhausted yeah. from all this time on the water. He thought his check-in time was at four o'clock, and he came in a whole hour late. Wow. And yeah, yeah. And uh, they wrote an article up uh, on it on uh, Bassmaster.com, and he says, "Dude, I practiced too hard." Right. So um, that was one of the adjustments I made. Is that man? I don't beat myself up out there. You know, you got to keep your head fresh. That's that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Okay. The, the physical thing, yeah. The, I mean, that's you know, you can work around that, but mentally, if you're not there mentally, dude, just don't even show up. Yeah. Like last year, I got beat down at 80th place, 90th place, 100th place, and I was just beat down all year long. And you got to do whatever you can to stay mentally, you know, tough. Yeah. And, um, so that was one of the adjustments for me. And then the other biggest one was, uh, or probably the biggest one is just fishing comfortable, man. I'm not going out there and I'm not, you know, I talk to guys in practice. I I talk to you sometimes in practice. If I run into you, bounce a few things off. You may say, you know, oh, I got a few bites on a shaky head. Or I talk to Skeet a lot and a couple of the other Western guys. And, you know, they tell me, hey, I got a couple big bites on this. Instead of chasing that, you know, I I take the, I take like 10% of what they tell me. Yeah. Um, grass. Okay. Yeah. Skeets catch them on a crankbait and grass, whatever. Instead of throwing a crankbait, let's just focus on this grass thing and do my deal. Swim baits, drop shot. Yeah. That's all I threw this year. Swim bait and drop shot. No joke, man. And I'm wow. sitting pretty good in point. So, fishing comfortable, fishing what I like to do. There was one event, Kentucky Lake. Dude, I had one rod, <laughs> one rod on my deck the whole time, and I just went for it, man. I just, I, I was leading after the first day. I had like 24 pounds on a eight inch swim bait yeah next day i tanked but still made the cut i had like three fish um conditions got crappy or whatever and the third day i caught another 20 pounds but i was being stubborn but i was fishing comfortable in the back of my head i knew what that was capable of didn't freak out and just stayed comfortable and stayed stayed fresh so yeah kind of hard to explain but man i just being comfortable i mean just don't freak out being comfortable all last year i felt like i was playing catch up just uncomfortable in my own shoes. Yeah. And this year's a whole lot different. So. Yeah. Well, I, I'm stoked you're fishing a lot better. Brian DeCarver, what do you got? You're pacing. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> got it? Got it? Kevin, you've been through. You've been, you've been through it. I've been through it. You've been through downs. We've yep. all had those seasons. Do you did you approach it any different than Chris did? Chris is exactly right. I mean, you the only way to get out of a slump, and and it doesn't matter, you know, if you're playing ball, if you're fishing, do whatever it is. I mean, the only way to do it is to keep doing it. Right. You know, you, you sometimes maybe you got to step back and say, okay, do I do I need to, you know, do I need to refocus? Do I need to? Are there techniques? that are coming on that, you know, like when, uh, when the swim bait first started coming on the scene, yeah, you know, I I was like, I was probably the last son of a bitch in the field (laughs) to start throwing a swim bait, man. I was, because I bought it, you know, because it it didn't have two treble hooks on it. It didn't have two treble hooks (laughs) and it it didn't have a bill, man. Yeah. Um, 
but I mean, there's times where you have to, you, you know, when a when a when a certain technique comes on that really really you know sets a world on fire yeah. for that short period of time, and and if you're not, you know, if you're not in on it when it first shows up, you're, dude, you're behind. Because yeah. I mean, you think about all the fish that got caught on uh, on a Bastrix. The yeah. first year the bastards yeah. came out. Oh my god! Oh, it was like Unreal. coast to coast, border to border. Yeah. Unreal. And it, I mean, if you weren't throwing it, you were like in last place. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. Uh-huh. <laughs> in last <laughs> place, I'm telling you. Yeah. So yeah. you you have to. I mean, there's times where you have to step back and say, okay, am I not doing the right things? Yeah. And then there's times like Chris is talking about where you have to step back and say, okay, I'm really good at mm-hmm. this, this, and this. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, I got everything else in my pocket, but right. do I just need to focus on these three things? Yeah. This, and you yeah. know, yeah. We go back to Clun, um, dude. I was really shocked, and, and I and and we've like camped close to each other, and and you know talked and visited, and I'm always amazed at his tackle selection. That he has in his boat is very minimal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, he's Cut like down. borrowed crankbaits and stuff from yeah. me, and I mean, he'll open up like his box of crankbaits, and he's got like twelve. <laughs> twelve total. Twelve in a standard like forty-seven hundred oh, yeah. size yeah. flambo like box. In one of, in yeah, that's in, one of, in yeah. one of these yeah. flambo boxes. Twelve like this five thousand five dude. He's got like twelve yeah. two point fives. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He's got like like a shad color and he's got like a bluegill color. And then he's got like a, a couple that are a color that like it could be a shad or it could be a bluegill. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Wow. That's cool. And wow. you gotta think, okay, has he figured out something that and I've got like I mean in this same box, yeah, I've got this damn thing jammed full. Oh yeah. Me I too. mean I cannot get another one in here. Yeah. The funny thing is, that same box, Eric the Intern has it. Yep. All the lures are pink. <laughs> Crankbaits, topwaters, Ned rigs, all pink. That's gay. That's all, I know, but that's, that's all gay. he uses. That's gay, man. He just uses me. pink. All right. Shorts. So, yeah. I mean, you look at that and you think, what the hell does this guy yeah. that's won like four classics yeah. and however wow. many millions of dollars, what has he figured yeah. out that I haven't figured out? That's so sometimes you have to say, okay. Stick maybe he's your, got some, yeah right maybe he knows deal, consolidate and he takes these 2.5s and what he does is what chris is talking about right. he takes that swim bait he takes these 2.5s and he figures out where in this lake mm-hmm. dials it in yeah somewhere they're biting fit, it they're somewhere they're biting it absolutely exactly yeah. absolutely so this, this exactly. is this is a great argument and i and ron i want to hear from you because i want to get a, a kayak world spin on it there you go the the difference between you know, carrying a lot, you know, carrying 30 rods with yep. 30 different baits, being prepared for anything, or being more sing- singularly focused on what you do and what you know. Minimal, How do you approach it? Minimalist. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're definitely, you know, we can't carry the tackle that you can carry in a big boat. Yeah. So um, most of that's actually, I carry it in my truck. Um, and then I change out, you know, wherever I'm going in the country, whatever lake. You use your uh, truck like a, a little mobile tank. It is. Store. It is. Yeah. I mean, there there's five or six big crates in the back right now, and it's um, but it's everything that I need that I that I know I, I I don't have in my boat. 
Right. And I just kind of change out boxes. I have multiple boxes. I, you know, and I, and I can kind of condense it and and pull from the truck and add it to that, and then I've got it in my kayak. Yeah. Because we're we're definitely limited as far as like tackle wise. Right. I still carry too many rods. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's different. We I, all do. Yeah, everyone's different. I know you. You you've got how thirty? I mean, literally I, thirty rods oh on the yeah, deck during practice. Even during practice. Now let me yeah. ask you this. Let's say you, you know, you got 30 rods on the deck. Yeah. You go three days of practice, and you catch them on three different rods. When the tournament starts, will you still have 10 plus rods? No, I, yeah, no. That's or a will great you point. only have those three? Yeah, no, it's I, I consolidate. I try to consolidate. I carry tons of stuff in practice, tons of rods, got, tons of tackle, and I go through this procedure where I strip it down uh-huh. and I try to consolidate a little bit and get rid of it. So 30 rods in practice, maybe I get it down to 20. You know, patches loaded. Maybe I'll get rid of it. But, sure. but has it helped you? Because, Chris, I know you're a versatile guy. You're a West oh, Every yep. West Coast guy I yep. know is good at a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Has it been better for you to consolidate and do what you do? Or or has trying too much hurt you in, in the past? Man, trying too many different things? I, yeah, I'm proud of the fact that, you know, us Western guys, we could, we could do a lot. But me personally... Man, my mind likes to it likes to wander, man. You yeah. know, I see you know the southern end of a lake. We go to a lake. I see the southern end, and I can see down eight, nine, ten feet. You know, and immediately I think small swim bait, I think drop shot, and I think jerk bait. Okay, so those three are swim bait, those three things. And you know, you know that's on a Monday practice, and you know I put up all the crankbaits and the jigs and the big spinner baits and stuff. I won't throw that stuff. And then, you know, maybe on Tuesday or Wednesday, I go up the lake and everything turns dirty. That's when you break out all the other, you know, all yeah. the, the big water stuff and everything. But, man, going back to it, I, I found that I've had more success just going back to the comfort thing, man. Just whatever I feel like doing that week, whatever I'm mo- most comfortable with, man. Yeah. And, again, this year it's been just swim bait and drop shot. If I could get in, one of those two things going for me, yeah. I feel like I could do I could finish in the top 20 that's amazing yeah, yeah Isn't that amazing I, I, really, that two baits really car- and you're having an unbelievable yeah, year yeah and, and two and baits have carried yeah you it's amazing and, and last year i just couldn't get on that page and i had all these rods on my deck right. and i had all this thing stuff going on and and um when you're co- it's like a confidence thing you really yeah. go out there with your chest out and like i'm gonna catch him on this on this i mean period yeah and that's what rick does i mean literally that's yeah. what he does Cliff Crochet, our good buddy, frog and a black and blue jig, and That's he it. makes it and he makes it work. He makes it work. Ha- Hackney's kind of the same way too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What's the one rod or one lure specific that you pretty much always have on your boat? Everybody kind of, I think everybody has one. It's always going to be laying out. Yep. Man, I, oh, drop shot, drop senko, shot. Yeah, yeah. Drop, yeah, senko, man. And you know, there's a million different ways to rig a stick bait. Um, you know, lately it's been just you know small weight Texas rig. I mean that that works everywhere. Yeah. Um, I don't have the patience to fish it weightless anymore. Yeah. Says uh, me a Texas yeah. rig. I have a Texas yeah. rig on my. It 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 never changes. I mean I've yep. always got it yep. there. Yep. Or so that's my go-to. Nail weighted wacky is yeah. what I call the people are calling it echo rig, but that's that that's very um, that that stays rigged that's, up in my boat all, all the time. Yeah, that's yeah. a hot yeah. hot technique. Yeah. 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 That's a super hot technique. Uh, Brian DeCarpenter. Hot techniques. Brian DeCarpenter. Um, talk about uh, Bob Soley. Yeah. tackle selection. You can fit it in a brown paper bag. Yep. One of the most successful anglers here in New Jersey that uh, is, is not a big name but made the classic twice 
through the Federation. Really? Wow. Bob Soley. Yep. Said it was wow. the worst That's tournament impressive. he ever fished in his life. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, literally has a brown paper bag instead of a yes. tackle box. Dude, Bob's a natural. He's a natural. Straight up natural. Yeah. He's a natural. And he's the extreme of what, what, what we're talking about. Yeah. Like three baits yep. the whole year to cover Bob's three zones. Bob's a deer hunter, and he's just tuned in like that. Tuned Dialed. in. Yeah. Very, very tuned in. Yeah. The best, I mean, the, the best amateurs, the best co-anglers that I've ever had in my boat literally showed up with two rods and a brown paper sack. That's yep. awesome. And they caught Dialed. the shit out mm-hmm. of them. What about that? Because they stood back there in the back of the boat. Yeah. That's the they Sanko. did their thing. I mean, yeah. it, it was either, a, you know, a shaky head, dead stink in the, you know, dead stick in the Cinco, yeah. whatever they were doing. Yeah. Man, they did it all day long. Stuck to it. And they caught them. Yeah. Yep. How about that? Mm. Unbelievable. Uh, Chris, I want to I wanna switch topics a little bit and um, talk about something that's interesting to me, which is exposing techniques. Uh, <laughs> exposing techniques. And I, I, I want to pinpoint two of them because I got, I got interesting stories. One is a, a Megabass mag draft. Oh, man. Dude, that thing, uh, up until you've had success on that, and you had a couple really good events on it in the past, that thing wasn't something that people threw. Mm-mm. No. And now you see it, everybody wants it, has to have it. The other one is, like, I'm going to go the opposite end of the spectrum and just talk about it locally, because we're talking about the Ike Foundation event. The little, what is that little mega bass little paddle tail? It's like that big that, that you drop shot. The sperm. Yeah. The mega bass sperm. Dude, the sperm. Dude, no. Dude, no. that no. thing, <laughs> that thing, just here locally, has exploded. So, so, so the the question to me is, first one is, do you feel bad about letting these letting these things out? Is that is it okay because you let it out and now it's spreading? But that's part of your job, right? As yep. working for these companies. Yep. Tell me about that a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, that's actually a great question. Um, I had those two baits. Okay, one is is called the Mega Bass Hazadong Shad, spelled Haze Dong. Has a dong shad. It's a three inch bait. That's what it it's is. It's a baby little, it's a real subtle paddle tail. Realistic as F, right? I mean, the eyeballs, the, the eye. gill plates, yes. real subtle. And yes. it stays, stays upright. Awesome. The other bait you're talking about is a six inch and an eight inch, uh, mag draft. Full size swim bait. I mean, yep. full size. I think I showed you those baits like six years ago, long time Forever ago. And ago, yeah, yeah, and you're like, dude, that's, that's sick. Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't until, the last couple years, or last year, last couple years, I mean, I I sold Mega Bass out of them for you know a couple tournaments. Yeah. And Kev, what flavor are we talking about right there? Yes, sir. I want to know. I'm not real sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> how how do I get a runner? Liver cake. Talk about yummy swim baits. That looks Damn, good. That yeah. Like um, exposing that stuff, man. I I go back and forth on it. Like, yeah, it's cool that we got the exposure from my sponsor. Yeah, it's cool. It's good for my brand. I'm and we're getting these six swim bait photos, boat flipping six pounders yeah. in a boat. These giant swim baits. And on the other side, I'm starting to see my competitors, dude. That's the worst. That is the worst. Where I had a on. leg up on these guys, yeah. I don't anymore. Yeah. Alton Jones Jr., that guy pays attention to everything. He's another yeah. one of these kids. You He's know, the one of the kids He's that, you know, looks on their phone, just scrolls through it, you know. Oh, shit, what's that, you know? Yeah. And uh, there was one was one event down there on Lake Travis where, I mean, he busted him on that thing. And 
And he goes, yeah, I caught him on a swim bait. And and I'm like, oh, you know, what kind? You know, what swim bait? And he goes, six-inch mag draft. I'm like, what? How would you know about that? Then I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, that's right. I told the world. <laughs> so in those situations, it sucks because you no, lo- you no yeah. longer have that leg up. Yeah. Um, but, again, it's great because we sold the crap out of them. The best swim bait out there, I mean, hands down. Yeah. Fred, you know, Fred swim bait, cool. You know, a lot of other swim baits really cool. But yeah. this one is so unique. It's got that head wobble, tail wobble, yeah. dude. It is awesome. Yeah. It's like his it's crankbait. It's going on, man. It's like his crankbait, but it's a bigger profile, yep. and it's up above their heads where those right. big ones love just sitting down and just, ooh, there's a big, giant profile above my head. It looks right. It feels right, and it, it moves right. Everything yeah. looks beautiful about it, and that's what those big ones like when you're talking swim baits. So, yeah. um, and and then, it catches them. Oh, it catches yes. them. And the hookup yeah. is amazing. Yeah. I mean, the hookup is is nuts i mean they they got it um the six inch version you can throw it on 15 pound test it's, it's just like a three eight ounce spinner bait is what that is and, right. and um, if you can navigate it around the cover out here on the river i'm gonna throw it tomorrow six inch mag draft throw it around the eel grass up on top of the eel grass around bridge pile or around dock pilings man if you could navigate around that stuff just like a spinner bait i mean it is it is nails it really that's, is that's the interesting thing about that six inch is i i've saw you throw that thing in situations where mm-hmm. you know guys don't throw swim baits southern reservoirs yeah you know i saw you in some bash universities yes dude. dude we shot some awesome yeah, stuff down yeah. there yeah pretty, pretty incredible is that yeah. is that part of the allure of that bait because guys don't throw it yeah, you know, you're seeing it new. Yeah, yeah. Um, the albino color and this, that stained water. We we went and shot some um, went and shot some video down there on a Bass University class there. Um, man, uh, again, it goes back to that head wobble. And, and it's like a subtle, almost chatterbait, spinnerbait thump. It just don't, you know, they yeah. feel it. They feel yeah. it first. They see it and it just looks great, and they have to commit. So. Crazy, really uh, good stuff. I want to throw it to you, um, and and I want to talk about iCast. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- what did you What did you see? What did you see? What did you hear about? What are you excited about? That's new. Man, Eagle Claw Trocar's got an awesome hook coming out. We worked on it for a while, finesse style hook. You just said the Neko rig thing's hot. hot. I know VMC hot, hot. and you. You know, you guys hot. made an awesome Neko rig hook. Eagle Claw Trocar's got one coming out. Very similar, a little different bend in it. It helps hold the, you know, the wacky rig, the O-ring a little bit better. You know, you know, different. It's yeah. different. Same but different. Um, so that's really cool from Trocar. Um, the Molex Frog, that's really cool. The one Carl was working on, that, that's a cool little frog. I got to see it in action yeah. here the last yeah. couple days. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty cool. Um, but that iCast show, I've been going for eight years now, and every single year I'm like, I'm going to go find the sickest swim bait on this floor. And this year I didn't see any. I wow. saw zero. Yeah. Savage Gear had some really cool displays and these giant trout and stuff, but I've never really had success on their stuff. I, don't, I hope they're not a sponsor of the show, but, <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, they don't. They have the look. They don't have the feel. They yeah. don't have the action. Okay? Right. The swim bait's got to have the look. It's got to have the action. Yeah. It's got to have the balance. It's got to have it all, and and uh, they were look at this. What they, do we got here? Yeah, they this were is, a sponsor, but they're not emails. Yeah, they were. They just uh, we just had an email. As you they're said, out. they dropped us. So yeah. this is cool. That was a joke. This is uh, Brian and Carpenter. Give me a close up. Wow. Let me show everybody this. This is the best of show at iCast, and and for those of you watching and listening right now, best of show are categories um, that they have throughout the show, 
And this one is for baits you'll never throw. Categories for baits, uh, <laughs> techniques, terminal, <laughs> terminal tackle, all these sorts of things. This is a bait by Weston called Freddy the Frog. And I know, Kevin, you're eyeballing it. You, you even stopped the Is eating. that for real? This is for real. <laughs> this isn't a joke. This Kev, is... Kev look, look up. Look over your left shoulder. Look about t- north. North as hell. Uh, that was yeah. That was from last year's iCast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was one from last year's iCast. So this, this, is, this is best of show in what this category? This is so best this is of show in hard baits. The Freddy the category? This, and Freddy the baits. Frog. What's Dickie the Duck up yeah. there? What is, is that what that is? Dickie yeah. the Duck? Yeah. Dickie the Duck. This is Freddy the Frog. And this is your winner. Who votes on this shit? I don't know, but this is winner of iCast this year for hard bait. It looks uh, like a wake bait. And it's like a wake bait. Yeah, it is a wake yeah. bait. It yeah. actually wakes. It looks, I saw a video of it. it Are you making that up? No, I'm not making it up. <laughs> this one, best of show. Freddy the Frog, right there. And Freddy Rombinus is, isn't pissed at all. Well, that's the thing. That's <laughs> he's the not thing even, that I he's thought He's not of. even a little pissed off. Did you off. talk to him about it? No, but Oh, I, I would love imagine. to survey yeah. Freddy. Let's call see. him. You we won't. should. You want to call him? I'll try. Yeah, let's call him. Let's call him. Yes. Yeah, he might answer. <laughs> hey, we're going to hang Freddy. With there you the go. Duck. Is there... Can you believe that one? No. No. That's almost as good as the five-gallon bucket from Yeti, that one. It did. And I like the, I mean, I'm all about some Yeti because the stuff works. But, dude, it's a five-gallon bucket. How does that work? What does it do? Who votes on this stuff? I don't know. Who does vote on this stuff? I have I have no idea. There's been conspiracy theories that I cast for years, so <laughs> So like black helicopters and shit? I mean some of the stuff that's won if you look at it, there's no possible way it could have won. What about you? What what stood out uh, to you? Nothing Ike branded, nothing what what stood out to you? I mean, uh, honestly I got over to uh I got over to missile jigs to uh-huh. work a little bit. And um, there was a, a Japanese crankbait um, that I saw that was a square bill that just looked so interesting to me that it was like nine, like nine design or something. It was hmm. the guys didn't speak any English hardly at all, but I got to kind of look at it. I I like that. I like the look of it. it had some kind of innovative uh, design on the on a square bill. Um, Dude, the RT RTD you talked about it earlier, the rod threading device. Kelly Jordan. Dude, did you see Brrr, that? that thing works, dude. You didn't see it. I know I'm not. That I thing I worked. missed it. Somehow it's I like that. a little. It's like looks a like little, a little pager with a channel yeah, on it. It's like a little box, and 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 basically like you you put your line from your reel attached to the box, and then all you do is you just go up your guides, and it threads the line all the way through your guides works like pretty good. that quick. There's basically it's that basically quick. a pin. It's a little pin. Yeah. That's held on by little arms in there with the channel. Yeah. You stick that channel, you you know, you put your line right. on the end of the pin. Right. And, you know, the, the channel is holding the pin, and then that just goes through your guides. And brrr, it, uh, yeah, works pretty good. Mm. Hope they do well with that. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds neat. It's interesting. Uh, Chris, I want to go back to you. Yep. We, we talked, uh, we had some amazing conversation earlier about, you know, Kevin and Kerry traveling for years together. Uh Carl and Kayla traveling together, and you and Trey have a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. Talk about that aspect about, you know, you guys have an amazing marriage, an amazing relationship, but you had a good work ethic as a team. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, there's, absolutely. There's a lot of people watching right now that, are, again, are dreaming about doing sure. this. They want to have a shot. they got a yep. girlfriend, a wife, yep. fiance, and they want to try it. 
you guys have been successful. Talk a little bit about Yeah, that. my wife, Trey, she, she's awesome. She's actually, you know, her morning started at, you know, 4 a.m. this morning, traveling, come, flying up here, picked her up from the airport. She's sleeping right now, so we could talk about her a little bit. Uh, awesome, awesome woman. Um, so the, the only difference between, uh, you know, Kevin and, and, and Kayla and Carl is, you know, their wives don't fish. Um, my wife's got a truck and a boat. I have a truck and a boat. So instead of the, you know, the, the truck topper or the fifth wheel or, you know, whatever it might be, yeah. we've got two trucks, we've got two boats and a dog. So we're, you know, constantly traveling together. So that's where the teamwork comes into yeah. play. Um, and I think the time on the road, we could all agree, you know, the time on the road with your significant other, it's sometimes it's nice to be in your own truck alone yeah. and going, right? Yeah, a little separation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... That, that's really cool. Um, she's doing an awesome job with her, you know, with her whole line of rods and reels and tackle boxes and sunglasses and Walmart. I mean, just super proud of her, and, and she's absolutely killing it. And uh, I love to see that, and her drive and her passion for the sport is just like ours, and yeah. it's just as strong as ours. So yeah. really cool to see that. We've said it on the show before. It's cool to be a female bass fisherman these days. It's very with cool. social media. With the kayak fishing, it's yes. easy for a woman to get into it, and yes. uh, and that's what she promotes. That's what we all promote. That's what the Ike Foundation, this the Celebrity Pro Am tournament yeah. promotes. Get these young kids, these young girls fishing, and you know, and and uh, get them away from the you know following people like you know the Kardashians and this and that <laughs> yeah. and the other and. So uh, I, I love it. I love yeah, it. You know, yeah. Trait is a great example of yeah. uh, you know providing role models mm-hmm. for girls, and I've got three girls. Yeah. You know, and I, I love it. Yeah. I think it's the best. I do want to put you on the spot though. Okay. This is Ike Live. I have to make you feel uncomfortable at least once. Okay. During this interview, um, Trait is a real good angler in her own right, and she's trying, and she's con- going to continue until she does it. And I know she's going to qualify for the elites. Mm-hmm. What happens when Chris Zaldane and Trait Zaldane are competing against each other in the Bassmaster Elites? That's what I want to know. So, what what changes? What stays the same? Tell me, did, did have you guys had this conversation? Yeah, uh, yeah, we have. What happens? Um, and and by the way, you will be the first husband and wife to ever do that. Yeah. So tell me, yeah, what, what happens? Unless some kind of gay mar- marriage happens between the guys, or right? The husband, okay, right. Uh, <clears throat> Well, first of all, her and I are extremely competitive, like on the water and off the water at home. So competitive we're competitive co- people. Oh, dude. Yeah. Constantly, you know, competing against each yeah. other. So, you know, when she makes it, she's going to keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. She's never going to give up. Yeah. And, you know, when she makes it, when that time comes, hopefully we could start to work to, you know, work together. I mean, that'd be great, you know, and, and that'd be awesome to have, you know, another skeet or another, you know, someone else to, you know, bounce things off with, yeah. you know, and, and reflect and, 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 and trust. Um, but man, like I said, she's super competitive and, you know, you know, her stance right now in the opens, you know, she, <laughs> why am I not fishing the open? She won't let me fish the open. Right. She, she wants it all for herself. Yeah. Like she yeah. wants it for herself. And, you know, all, you know, and, and a lot of people follow her career and, and, you know, they see her finishes and she's slowly starting to get up there and yeah. up there. You know, she's been down here and she's slowly starting to come up and she's learning all this shit by herself. And that's the coolest she's thing. She's taking the hard she's, route. She's doing yeah, it herself. Dude, yeah, dude. I try to enter these opens and like, you know, in the back of my head, in the back of my mind to help her, you know, to go in there yeah. and, 
and you know I, I caught him on this point or this ditch or you know this area of the lake she's not having any of that dude right. she she wants to do it her way boom she wants to do it all by herself and and she's just so competitive so you know when she does make it she's going to do it the hard way the right way all by herself and um you know when she gets there we'll talk about it but um my guess is she's going to want to do it all alone she, she's going to yeah. leave me in the dust dude i want to see that yeah. i want to i want, you know what i want to see i want to see a reality show yeah, based awesome. on Chris and Trace Aldane fishing yeah. the Elite Series. I'm just uh, going to tell you right now. I, that's what I want to say. That's way better than the Kardashians. When she makes it, when she <laughs> when she makes when she qualifies for the Elite Series, the first the very first time that she kicks your ass, <laughs> I'm going to be texting you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got your ass kicked not uh, only by a girl, but a girl in a bass cat, but a bass by cat. your wife <laughs> and your wife, by your wife, that's right. And you're yeah. like, uh, it's, yeah. a triple, it's a triple-double. Uh, I'm getting a, a notification. Brian Carpenter. I know this part of the night, always the last 30 minutes at Ike Live Show, we open up the phone lines, and we've got our first caller of the night on Ike Live. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? I'm Nathan Bryant from Hi. Delaware, Ohio. Hi, Nathan. How you doing tonight? What's your question? So, officially called Allen Creek. It's like 3,000 acres. And I'm having trouble catching fish because, like, they'll suspend on points. Like, they'll come up and blow up shad, and that's when I can catch them. And they'll go down and in, like, the middle of the day, and I can catch them there. But I'm just having, like, dry spells where I can't catch anything when they're suspended. What kind of stuff would you recommend for that? Gotcha. Uh, Nathan, I'm going to throw it to no better to, uh, talking about suspended fish. Yeah. Uh, Zaldane, Dude. we're throwing it right to Dude. you. Okay, so try this. This is a technique I've been using for a while now. I just touched on it. Take you a little Mega Bass Hazadonk Shad. Small, mm. dude. Three inch finesse. You're talking about these fish suspended. They're busted on bait. That's when they're vulnerable. You can catch them that way. But when that bait's not balled up and being corralled by, you know, these wolf pack fish you, you speak of, Take that little three-inch swim bait. Um, I love that Mega Bass has it on shad. If you have any others in the tackle box, try those as well. Put it on a drop shot. Nose hook it with a small, I use a little size one trocar drop shot hook. Nose rig it. Make sure it is absolutely straight. When you nose rig it or nose hook it, come straight through the chin, right out the nostril, absolutely straight. Long leader. I'm talking 20, 24-inch leader. And a light drop shot weight. And when I say light, I mean lighter than a quarter. So like three sixteenths, maybe an eighth ounce drop shot, and we're calling this drop swimming. So you cast that long drop shot out there across that point. You know they're suspended or you know they're on the bottom. And just let that drop shot pendulum swing all the way back to the boat, just nice and slow. And that's just a super natural presentation that these fish really haven't seen. Um, and it's okay for that drop shot weight to hit the bottom and just kind of slow swim it back to the boat. So really, really cool way to catch them, um, drop swimming. A uh, little three-inch swim bait, nose hook. Make sure, again, with drop shot fishing, make sure everything is rigged super straight. Um, that way you're not getting any line twists and everything looks really natural. Um, and that's how you get those those real spooky um you know, spooky, whether they're pressured or they're just not in the mood to bite. That's how you get those fish to bite, is you downsize, downsize, downsize. Chris, Natural. I, I want to tell you, you're a better man than me, because I run from them. <laughs> yeah, he does. I'm going, I'm going the other way. <laughs> they're tough. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. 
They're tough to catch. Hey, caller, thank you for your question. Hey, 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 now hold on. Hey, caller, hey, caller, this is Caller Jakobsen. Are you there? (laughs) You can always stick your face on the side of the boat underwater and look for them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Thank you, caller. Carl, thank you for that. Brian DeCarpenter, I do want to throw it to you real quick. Okay. And you're fishing these Thursday nighters. I just want to, I want to, I want you to, you had a real life experience with suspended fish in clear water recently on a Thursday nighter with Eric. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that, how you uh, caught some. Well, through the spin bait item. Yeah. There you Talk go. Talk a little bit about spin that. Talk a little bit about it. There it's you interesting. go. Now you're mm-hmm. talking. Talk a little bit about it. Six pound test. Six pound line, Six pound yep. duo, duo, duo realis, yeah, little duo spin bait, yep. Can't beat and, it. and they're That's out the there popping. It's yep. a, it's a quarry, yep. it's sand quarry, it's yep. deep, deep clear water, hard to beat. Yeah, yes. and they're just out there, they're roaming, chasing bait. Yeah, and they bust up, pop, 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 yeah, and then they're gone. Yeah. Can I tell a story real quick? And sure, Chris. Dude, and dude, okay. <laughs> so we all know Ke- Kevin Van Dam won, and since you brought up the spy bait, KVD won a tournament last year on the St. Lawrence River on a spy bait. Caught a lot on a spy bait. Yep. Okay. So he was on the live show and everything. He'll never admit this, but I feel like I need yeah. to expose no, it. Yeah. No, I want to hear it. So we'll expose him. Yeah. No. So it was myself, KVD, several other guys. We're doing this big walleye fish fry and stuff. We all stayed at this cabin area at the St. Lawrence um, during that week, and and. Uh, you know, we were all having this fish fry on uh, on the Wednesday night. So, uh, I'm sorry, Thursday night. So, uh, game day's Thursday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is a tournament. Um, Kevin goes out and just jacks him up on a jerk bait, right? The first day. Yeah. And um, and I think he's like in top five or whatever it might be. I I'm catching him only on a spy bait, and we're rooming next to each other. Um, first day happens. I think we both have decent days or whatever. And then the second day turns goes around and he fishes the same areas with the jerk bait i think he's on live but he struggled that day absolutely struggled i don't yeah. know if you remember but he had a terrible day um he was going down in the standings and i remember um being in the bag line here and i think i come in with like 15 pounds but i lost like no joke three five to six pounders that would have had me well over 20 uh, pounds ooh. And I'm in the bag line. I have my bag, and I'm still steaming because I just lost a six-pounder right Ooh. before I, I checked in. And I'm like, dude, I'm pissed. I'm, like, cussing and this and that. Kevin's right behind me, you know, in this bag line. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm like, how'd you do today? He's ah, not as good as yesterday. He goes, it's kind of, you know, kind of dying or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, dude, look at this bag. I go, I should have had over, you know, over this much. And I and I tell him, and because we have a, a fish fry that night, I feel like, hey, you know, we're, we're kind of talking. We're cool. I was like, dude, I just lost so many giants on a freaking spy bait. It was unreal. That's and he goes, really? He goes, really? So that night, we all have that fish fry and this and that. He goes in the back of the truck, and he digs out a spy bait, ties it on this and that. Next morning on live, I don't I don't think I made the cut. Next morning on live, it's just like five, six, five, all on that spy bait. And then two days later, he's holding up a trophy on a spot. Oh, my God. Wow. How yeah. about that? Yeah. So, so you, hi, Kevin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. may have been yeah. responsible for yeah. Kevin Van Nance. May have. I may 24th have. 24th yeah. win. Not his yeah. 25th, yeah. but his 24th. So, but, uh, yeah, kind of a... Good going, Chris. Of, yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. I actually Kevin. I did the opposite at Chickamauga. He had a really good chance to win there, yeah. and I encroached on his area and tried to <laughs> yeah. purposely force him to lose. <laughs> yeah. so good I job. The opposite. Thank you. Good job. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate he's got, that. He had, you know, he's got had 23 at the time, so yeah. he'll be 24. Yeah. So he did. 
They need a 25. Screw it. They need a 26. Screw it. Another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's a, hey, in, in the in the big scheme of things, what's another wing going to do That's for it? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 What no. difference does it make? Yeah. No, so. Kevin, we love you. Shout out to Kevin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, we love him. He actually did yes. donate some product to the Ike Foundation. Yeah, that's It'll cool. be on auction tomorrow. So thank cookies? you, Kevin. Because that's Sherry. the kind of guy he Thank is. you, guys. Cookies? Yeah, they're awesome people. They're yeah. really yeah. Kevin's a good cookie? dude. Cookies. I don't know. They might be Gorilla Cookies. Gorilla. Who knows the term Gorilla Cookies? Eric, you should. Gorilla Cookie? What the hell is a Gorilla Cookie? It's a cookie with marijuana baked in it. Is that what they call them? What? Now? Yeah, Gorilla huh. Cookies. So, you know, my buddy, my buddy in the Army and when he was basic training, said that like the drone instructor called the ugly guys gorilla cookies because they look like the gorilla cookie. You know what I mean? They look like they press their face into the cookie. Yeah, right? Victor said he, Victor <laughs> said he called him gorilla cookie. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, let's see, dude. This, has this been a, a, a marathon show? Mike, five hours. Is it five ever going to end? Eight seconds. Dude, where is it ever going to end? I don't know. I feel like I, we have to end it. I feel like we I have, have all this energy. We, we have, have to end, end it. We got uh, we got a high note to end it on though. Oh, we do. What do you got? Brian. Brian the Carpenter, give, know, give us a high note. Um, well, why don't you wrap up? Say goodbye to everybody. Folks yeah. at home. To okay. Thank our guests. And then you got a high Kevin note. Short, Bass, Bass Cats for the promo code. Yes. All that. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, is there a promo now, code? Now, Brian, I'll There's kick your ass. Hey, hey, why does he keep saying I this? I have no idea. <laughs> There's no promo code. I, we can't build them fast enough, man. It's crazy. All right. Why would I be discounting them? I don't I can't, know. I mean, I can't build them fast enough. I just I wanted to know if hey, you're why. I wanted to try. get in on a promo code. Uh, I really do want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. What a special show on the heels of the Ike Foundation event. Have all these great guys in here. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Is it the heels? The heels is the back end. Uh, Eve, on the toes? Whatever. Eve. 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 Uh, Eve, Eve. Uh, Kevin's Eve. toes. I want to thank uh, uh, Carl and Kayla for joining us in studio. Atifo. Ron Champion, Champion for joining us. Kevin Short. Kevin Short. Uh, Chris and Trey Chris. Zaldane Trey. for joining us tonight. want to thank all the guys, the Ike crew tonight. Brian the Carpenter, uh-huh. Eric the Intern, Dave Brodzik. Thank you, guys. Pete Glusick. Uh, Pete Glusick for not being here. Thank you, Pete. Thank you, Pete. It was Appreciate so much it. better without you. Yes. Thanks, oh, Becky, Becky, for feeding everybody. There you go. Becky hey. fed hey. all of us. See my name Thank you, wife. On the and you can ride Space Mountain all night long for Eno if you're 18 years old or over. Woo! Sorry. My timing Woo! was off. Your timing was way off. Wow. Uh, also want to thank all the sponsors of Ike Live real quick. MTB, use the promo code Ike Live for a discount. Bash University. Try BU, 10 days free. Liquid Mayhem, Ike Live 25. Uh, Real Snot, Ike Live 25, 25% off anything on Real Snot. Ike Live promo code on Flambo, 20% off anything on the Flambo site. Really? Line Cutters, Ike wow. Rules 20, 20% anything off on Line Cutters. And remember, if you miss the show, you can get them anytime on IkeLive.com. Chris, that's how I listen to it. Yes. Yes. Do you use do you use line conditioner? Uh, you know I don't. You loser. I, I don't. Loser. I just, I just change it out. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm lying. Brian, rich. you got a good you got a good story. You want to tell it now? You want to yeah, tell yeah, it on yeah, a different yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. So me and Eric, it's Friday night. Decided to go hit this farm pond. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. We got about an hour to kill. We go hit this farm pond. I grabbed a, a rod with braid and a whopper plopper. So we go hit the banks. And you got a couple places to stand, and the farm ponds, it's a irrigation ditch, so it's got deep water, and then there's a flat. And they're up on the flat. I could see them up there. Yeah. I can't walk to the flat. I got these places to stand. So I'm bombing this whopper plopper up on the flat because I could see them moving up there. And, I'm, dude, I'm getting a running start bombing this thing. It hurts <laughs> watching me. And 
and I'm throwing my arm out trying to cast it up on that flat, and I'm getting up there and burning it back. I end up catching a four-pounder, nice fish. But I know exactly how far this whopper plopper will go. And I almost cast up there like 30 times, and I got an eight-foot section to stand here and another eight-foot section to stand there, and I'm fan casting. I know exactly how far I can cast up there. So we're about ready to leave. I'm like, you know what, dude? Let me try. Let me put some real snot on here. There's a spool with braid on it. So I squirt it in there, roll some line out, squirt some more in there. And Eric says to me, he's like, dude, it, it takes about six, eight casts to, to really get in there. I'm like, all right. So wind it up, freaking bomb it out there, get the same distance. First couple casts, same distance. About fourth, fifth cast in, this shit is flying out of my hmm. rod. Wow. And, I, dude, I know exactly how far I could hit across that entire area because yeah. I'm bombing it 30 feet more. 100%. 30 feet more. 30 feet. Wow. And you just put, by using uh, real snot. And you put, you put the real snot directly on the spool oh, or on the, on the line? On the line. On the line. On the line. Wow. So it, it drenched, I got to try it out. It drenched into the line. It coated the, the, the eyes. Even huh. braid. On braid. Wow. It was on braid. I'll check it and out. And I mean, that shit <laughs> was flying out of there. So it 100% works. Wow. It's wow. dynamite. If really I can cool. capture that shit on video, they'll sell a million bottles. We will. We'll capture it. And really not only cool that, story. like it's it's inexpensive. And Noah, the guy that owns the company, is a great dude. Like you're supporting dude. a good guy that supports charity. That's he supports a fact. Ike he Foundation. Supports very Foundation. large. Very that's, large. That's Biggest supporter fact. of Ike yeah. Foundation out of all the sponsors we have. In fact, every bottle sold, they will donate one dollar to the Ike Foundation. So that's an amazing, wow. cool. That's, that's an cool. amazing thing that Real Snot's doing. Uh, real quick, one last time, if you miss an old show, you want to catch up on old Ike Lives, you can find us on IkeLive.com, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and the best of on Bassmaster.com. Is, it still, is the best of still there? Is that in the notes? I don't know. Really? Uh, it's buried somewhere. Nah, I think, yeah. they, I think they cut us a long oh, time ago. Oh, did they ago. cut us? I think so. Because Zona Live came you out? Probably, <laughs> you probably. <laughs> yeah. they cut us? <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm pretty sure they did. You probably pissed them off. I probably pissed them off. Yeah. I've been pissing them off for 20 years. Yeah. No. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. What a great show. Thank you guys for fishing with us this thank week. You, thank Ron, you for having Chris, us. For the kids, Kevin, man. Thank yeah, you guys. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Everybody have a great night. We'll see you at the next Ike Live, which will be, who knows, probably in six months from now. No, see you later. Have a good night. We're doing one. Okay. <laughs> All night long, Fernando, if you're 18 years old or over. Woo! That's the world champion, the one only, Ric Flair. We're coming right back.